Welcome to Alphabet Flight Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with a guest, talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is Moxie. Hello, I'm not from around here. Yeah. So if you can introduce what you do and and whatnot, that'd be up top, that'd be great. I'm Moxie Labouche from Your Brain on Facts, a half-hour weekly podcast of things you didn't know, things you thought you knew, and things you never knew you never knew. Everything from the origin of the flavor blue raspberry to the complex plan and place for when Queen, uh, Queen Elizabeth II finally passes away, apart from the celebration that happens in uh, Prince Charles's private chambers. But you can find it at yourbrainonfacts.com or on any podcast platform. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure uh, Queen Lizzie's is just staying alive long enough for, despite him, for Charles. Just despite him, yeah. like she'll probably live to be like 130, just so he'll die first. Yeah, and then and then who's who's after who's after Charles? William. William, and then it then it's George, right? Yeah, then it would fall to his children before it goes over to Harry. So today we're going to be talking about three. Pretty cool dude. The Warriors 3. So do you have any idea who the Warriors 3 are? Well, I'm hoping it's not a sequel to the uh, the gang film from the 1980s, where every time it's mentioned, I can only hear that guy saying Warriors come out and play, which I'm not going to subject you people to my impression of, clinking the beer bottles on his fingers. I'm just hoping it's not a sequel to that. No, no. But that speaking of, I do need to do my yearly watch of the Warriors at some point because I do, I do love that movie. It's just so it's Chef Kiss for like what it is. I I love me some multiracial, multiracial violent gang violence. Also, there is that uh that one like girl gang that would like basically be like the uh what were they called? I've never seen the film. I'm so put off by that one clip everyone uses that I can't bring myself to look at it. There's there's not a lot of it doesn't some doesn't age some of it doesn't age as well, but it's it's fun. I like it a lot. But but it's not the warriors of those types. Um they are a gang though. A gang of three merry men. Um so they are three of Asgard's most celebrated uh, uh, heroes. Hogan. Fair uh Fendril and Volstag. Uh they're longtime friends who normally work together as a team. Okay, so basically they joined uh Thor to on a quest by the sea to find out what why a crack appeared in the Olden Sword, also called the Oversword. And um they also like fought against uh Loki multiple times. As you do. Uh, yeah. Loki currently has a series out that's, like, that's, like, real good. Like, they draw him, because, like, he's, he's king of Jotunheim, which is, like, the land of the ice giants. At the moment, because he's technically the, because he technically killed his father during a thing. I mean, technically, if you um, want to get technical means, about it, yeah. I mean, he did kill his father, and then it went down to him. Um, and they draw him with, like, like, real good, just, like, just real good. But, uh, but, so, uh, Hogan the Grim is not a native of Asgard. He came from an unnamed land elsewhere in the Asgardian dimension. Um. The WWF. 
because I'm yes. so tired after work. I'm just picturing him as Hulk Hogan. Or or he's the Dudley brothers from Parts Unknown. Mm, That's the only I'm thing I know about s- the Attitude Era. I'm going to stick with what That's I got. Thing. It's from Parts Not Unknown. It's whatever. I'm a um, classicist. I'm going to uh, stick with Hogan. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Hogan's homeland was conquered by Mogul, the Mystic Mountain. But together, Thor and the Warriors Three defeated Mogul and liberated his homeland. In contrast with Hogan, who who bears a somber demeanor, Fandral, the dashing, is known for his humor, high spirits, and love of di- and love of displaying his prowess with a sword in battle. Um, Volstag is older than his two companions and is rumored to be in to have been one of Asgard's greatest warriors in his youth. Him and his wife, uh, Gudrun, are raising an enormous family whose best whose best known member is their spirited daughter, daughter Gunnhild, or Hildi. Um, recently, uh, Volstag adopted two children from Earth, Kevin and Mick, orphan sons of a, uh, woman named Ruby, who was killed by Thor's enemy, the Zaniac, who I don't think I'll ever talk about. You'll never, get, never get to Z, or? No, he's just not in the book. Oh. In any of the books. <laughs> this was put out on, like, a monthly basis, and they had to cover over 600 uh, characters <laughs> with detailed back he- histories. So, they missed some things. <laughs> Yeah, you're going to have to cut somebody uh, for time. Well, towards the end, like, there is, towards the end, there's so many, like, obvious typos. Like, I think one time they, like, flipped a, flipped a, um, paragraph. Like, the second half of the paragraph was before the first half. And you could tell because of how it was structured. Yeah, that's not going like to get confusing. Yeah. No, it, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's, let's just say a lot was done. And in a very short amount of time. Um, Volstag is motivated. He has a lot of family. Um, and they're basically Asgardian. They're Asgardians, basically, which means they're basically gods that you can kill if you're strong enough. Or you have some mistletoe. But- well, that's... Sorry, I'm going back to the original Nordic legends. Well, uh, well, I was thinking... I don't, no, well- yeah, Boulder does technically exist in this world, and he is killed by mistletoe. I, I'll get in. I don't want to get into too much of it on this episode because it. But like, I grew up uh, like reading a lot of Norse mythology. Like, I didn't have much of a dinosaur phase. Like, I just went to what? like a mythology phase. I'm gonna keep a close yeah, eye, I, close eye on you. I didn't have much of a dinosaur phase. Like, I, did did you at you least know? have a serial killer phase? I don't, I don't like serial killers, but I like cults. Okay, okay, we can, we can substitute for that I one. could do, cults, cults and cryptids, which is why I have a cryptid podcast. Yeah. I, I like talking about cryptids a lot. Uh, serial killer stuff just, it squeaks me out too much. Um, I'm, I'm a very, I'm a very sensitive boy. Oh. And I have nightmares very easily. <laughs> Which is why I like talking about scary cults and cryptids. And monsters. Yeah, I was going to say. Mo- and monsters. Cults and monsters. <laughs> I don't know. 
I, I just want there to be like some belief behind the scariness, you know. Even though a lot of uh, I'm not going to get into cults either right now. But so let's talk about Volstag first. So, what do you think Volstag looks like? Based a off his name, big deer, but like a really butch no. one. Like, okay, how about big, how about Robert boy. Baratheon? He's just a big boy. He's he's uh, Volstag the Voluminous. <laughs> okay, we're, so we're going to um, go with Robert Baratheon then. <laughs> yeah. So I've got Hulk Hogan but, um, and Robert Baratheon. Yeah, but I love his I love his outfit in this. Like, it's just like he just has a big bushy beard. He's just a big boy. He has also also I haven't been able to say this for a while. While pirate boots, <laughs> but like he's in like a purple like doublet. Is that right? I need a little bit more to tell you whether or not you're right. <laughs> Is that a doublet? Why are you? Are we doing something visually? Uh, is it jerkin? Maybe. It's one of those one of those medievally jackety things, you know. Medievally jackety yeah. thing. So so his real name is Volstag. He is a uh, his occupation is warrior, father, and adventurer. Um like people know about him but they don't believe in of of his godhood. So, you know, he's not secreted or anything. Um he's a citizen of Asgard. He also is known as Volts, Volstag the Enormous and the Lion of Asgard. Among the ladies. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, just say he has an enormous family. Like, he must be doing something, right? Because, like, he has so much family. But uh, here's the known ones. He's married. So he has, his wife is uh, Gudrun. Then he has uh, Alric, uh, Rolf. And those are his sons. And then he has uh, Fulsi, Gunrun, Gunhild um, as uh, daughters. And then Kevin and Mick, who are his yeah, adopted really sons. Yeah, really just abandoning the naming conventions with the adoptees. Well, well they, are, they are like just regular ass children from Earth. Regular ass children? Yes, yeah, regular ass children. Uh, they're they're actually they're actually uh, baby donkeys. It's uh, <laughs> it's a real touching story now. Oh, but they're oh, just so regular. That's children. what happened to all those kids on that island in Pinocchio. We finally have closure. Uh, yeah, I mean they totally didn't like drown or whatever. I think I don't know. I that part already scared me of Pinocchio. It was scary. Like of any part of it, like the animated version, the written version, like all of it scared me a lot, like a lot. Pinocchio yeah, no, scared me so much. D Disney had some harrowing moments. Like, I don't know which which is worse the the Donkey Island in Pinocchio or the Pink Elephant Parade in Dumbo. Hmm. <sighs> See, I didn't. I think like the Pink Elephant Parade in Dumbo like awakened a love of like spooky stuff in me a little bit more. Like, oh. I like how spooky it is. So you were, like, you were so badly traumatized by the Pink Elephant Parade that made you into the man you are now. No, my mom was, like, one of those was one of those people who refused to read me, like, the sanitized version of fairy tales. So, like, 
I grew up like with like the original folk like scare your kids into never going into the woods. Like Basically version. any any German folklore or so so you got like the Cinderella where the stepsisters cut parts of their feet off to make the shoes fit, like that kinda Yeah. And the uh the little red Robin Hood where she where she does like a striptease thing for like the What the hell for version like, the is wolf. that? <laughs> it's the first version. It's the first written down version. It was the first French French version. Because I was just expecting you to say where you know um, the grandmother has been eaten, and then the wolf eats Fred Riding Hood, and then the huntsman busts in and cuts the wolf open and gets them out. That's what I was expecting. I was not expecting no at some point at some a, little, point, a little girl with some, a basket to 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 get sexy. <laughs> I think at some point also like she she like accidentally cannibalizes her grandmother because like her the parts were like jarred she thought it was like it it was a really fucked up version but read like the first like little red riding hood it's real yeah, fucked well, up there, I don't there, know my there weren't separate stories for children children just happened to be there because the whole family lived in one room you know and the the concept of of a, a cotton swaddled childhood uh doesn't exist in every period of history because it's something of a luxury so yeah the Children and adults alike listen to the same stories, and that's why they're fucking horrifying. Yeah, and and also like just the idea of like childhood and like like teenager teenagers really it's, like didn't really exist until like the early 1900s. Yeah, that that, so. that middle ground, and it, it's it's such a new word that in Japanese the word for adolescent is chineja. They basically just borrowed the word teenager because they, they, they didn't have a concept of a middle ground between childhood and adulthood yep and it, we could you could uh thank um basically labor just labor movements for that as well because as people got more i don't i need to stop getting into it i need to talk about this okay good luck <laughs> sorry good luck but but yeah i'm gonna send you a uh i'm gonna send you a link on uh of what he first appeared in, because he first appeared in Journey into Mystery, uh, one nineteen, and that was released in August nineteen sixty five, the day of the Destroyer, and am I looking for uh, one co- one s- cover? Because I've got a whole gallery here. Oh wait, why didn't? No, it's uh, no, it's. It's a weird, it's, it's a early, like, it had, like, four things, or did, did it show up for you? Okay, so it's, it's like a four-panel image? Is that what I should be seeing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what you should be seeing. Um, so this was back in the day where they did, like, a lot of shorter stories. Um. So I see Thor, a golem, somebody dying in the ooze, and Moses. So that is Thor the Destroyer, Loki, and Odin. Mm, nope. Again, and, uh, like my version better. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so there was two there's two main stories here. Uh one was Day of the Destroyer, uh which basically was the the destroyer, which is a like a near indestructible robot created by like Odin. So like Loki is just like, hey, yo, I'm gonna make this 
into a thing that wants to kill Thor. And then it fights Thor. And then there was um, Tales of Asgard, Home of the Mighty Norse Gods. Gather Warriors. And it's basically the Warriors 3. They join Thor into a on a mission to like sell and find out why there's a crack in Odin's sword. Uh, because like apparently if it cracks m- enough it can become like do like the death of the universe thing. I'm just so, I'm, I'm picturing so, yeah. um the the f- fissure in the sky from the Futurama movie The Beast with a Billion Backs. So ah, yeah. So I've got some pretty good like mashup going in my tired brain. <laughs> yeah, so Volstag he is uh 68. Uh, his weight is unknown. Blue eyes, red hair. Um, in his prime, he can lift about 40 tons. Now he can lift 35. Uh, he has Metric all of the stuff. I'm, I'm, just, I'm, just, being, I'm just being an ass. ass. Don't worry about it. I don't. I, I th- I'm going to assume it's, it's uh, Imperial, though. So 2,000 pounds, probably. Um <laughs> Like he has all of the stuff that like a uh, Asgardian would have, so basically immune to most diseases, really long lived, um, superhumanly strong. Uh, it's hard to hurt them, and they have like superhuman endurance. So think like a really really good human, but like times ten at least. Mm-hmm. They're all gods, so, you know. But yeah, that's full stack. Then we have Hogan. Um, what, who do you think Hogan is? I mean, what do you think Hogan looks like? Besides, no, we, did, we did that actually, already. No, no I'm he, sticking with Hulk Hogan. You know, he does kind of have the, the mustache. That is an interesting ensemble. It's a bit, uh, bit Mongol with a touch of antennae. Skirt's a nice touch, like the cudgel. Yeah, he also does have, he does have, like, the Hulk Hogan, like, handlebar mustache type thing. Um, but yeah, he is, it's very, like, Mongol horde type. Except he has a mace instead of, like, you know, a, a bow that he could shoot, like, three years in a second. Um, so, his real name is Hogan. His war his occupation is warrior. Um he does not have a secret identity. He's a naturalized citizen of Asgard. His other alias is Hogan the Grim. Um He comes from an unnamed land and the Asgardian dimension. He's single. Uh none no known relatives. Well, it would be hard Showed to pick up, up women. Same. It would be hard to pick up women when your nickname is the Grim. You're pretty much just going to get like goth chicks. Well, I mean, you say that like it's a bad thing. It takes all kinds. Takes all kinds. I mean, that's like was exclusively who I was attracted to for like up until like every passing second <laughs> that exists. <laughs> so- <laughs> I no no I I take that back. I'm also attracted to to sad boys, so it's you know. <laughs> so I'm just saying it's up my alley. Uh, 
but he showed up in the same same issue. Uh, he is six three, weighs five hundred ninety pounds, has gray blue eyes, black hair, and he can lift about thirty five tons. Um, he's like a master of like hand to hand combat, and he likes to. He's also a master horseman, and he likes to use a mace. So, so the well-rounded guy. That's his deal. Yeah. So then we have Fandril. Uh he is a his real name is Fandril. He is a warrior and adventurer. Uh pretty much the same all the way down until we get to his height. So six four. Um he weighs five hundred and eighty five pounds. He has blue eyes blonde hair he can lift about 35 tons and he's like a really good swordsman and a really good horseman and he likes to use a sword so that's them so big boys all there's around. not much more to yeah they're tall boys and they're big boys so you know that's cool they're like i like volstag a lot but the other two i can kind of take or leave but Volstag is like is like real good. I like Volstag. But in terms of yeah, character design, or three. in terms of so you you prefer just him character. in terms of characters? Okay, character design and character. It's just there's he he doesn't he normally doesn't take like a large like um he doesn't take like a large presence in his in stories that he appears in. Um, but he's always just really fun and jovial. And, um, he also, like, think Robert Baratheon, basically. Um, he used to be, like, the most handsome, best warrior, like, in Asgard. But then he just got married to decide, hey, I just want to have a family, and, you know. And she's a really good cook, so I'm just going to eat all the time and, you know, play with my kids. <laughs> and, like, he just kind of chilled out. And, I don't know, I like it. I like it a lot. He's domesticated. He's just, he's just a really, he's a really good, he's a really good man. Who cares for his children, and and cares so much that he he brought two just brought two random children, like from Earth to to make sure that they had a like a a family and stuff. So you know he's pretty cool. The other two I can take or leave, but but he's great. Um, I think we're pretty much done with that one. So which one was your favorite? Oh, I mean, they're all so lovely. You you can't ask me to choose. Uh, no, I, I, I really don't know a great deal about them to make an assessment, but when you were giving me their heights, I kept thinking about one of my favorite uh, Game of Thrones facts, and that is that the actor who plays Hodor is an inch and a half taller than the actor who played the mountain. They're both really big boys. Yeah. That's so big. It's very big. Yeah. Well... Um, that's, I, it's, that breaks my mind. Like, I just can't, Mountain Big. He's called Mountain because he's big. <laughs> Have you seen but, pictures but, yeah. of him and his girlfriend? Yeah, his, she, she she's, apparently dated, like, someone's like four foot. Yeah, she's something. smaller than me. And it's just like, there's a finite amount of Astroglide in this world. Uh, let's do your plugs. No, I, d I just wouldn't want to take up uh, more than my fair share of the airtime. If you like 
little bonus facts and extra bits of knowledge like that Game of Thrones tidbit, again, check out Your Brain on Facts comes out every Tuesday morning, now available on Pandora. Oh, I didn't know that was an option. Yeah, okay. and they've, they've actually um, just launched like a, a self-service platform beforehand. Uh, they were only taking podcasts through a couple of the hosts. I know Libsyn, I'm assuming some other ones. Uh, so you like you had to submit to to Libsyn, and then they put they like curated the list and gave it to Pandora. But now Pandora's just launched like a self-service uh, platform, so you can submit your show yourself. Uh, my name is Jesse. I have another podcast called Creepy Critters, where I talk about cryptids and someone lured detail. Uh, Moxie was on an episode called Death Worms. Yeah, Mongolian Death Worms, no less. Um, I also have a podcast called Limited Theories, where I talk about the limited Marvel series with my friend Rob. Moxie will be on a future one, probably in like a month or so, because... We recorded super far ahead. And besides that, uh, this has been Alphabet Flight. And please listen to the Prince Namor. And don't toot that horn. Bye! Bye! Bye.